Uh, let the drink and drink. Uh, yeah, I'm here. That's why I called your name first. Frakes? I am in a bathrobe, and you can't tell because I'm a cartoon. Mm. Just Jeff? Valgrim. <laughs> okay. And mahogany. Yay! <laughs> Weep, skip, beep, That's the most positive um, call and response I've heard from mahogany in a while. <laughs> it wasn't you what you, no, I'm just saying, normally she's like, what you want? Or, what you want, fool? Yeah. <laughs> this time she sounded enthusiastic. Well, she, she said at the very early stages of this game that she just doesn't like the roll call, but I think the soothing sound of my voice has won her over. <laughs> <laughs> you mean ground her down like a stone mill. <laughs> yes. I'm like the waves of the ocean, constant flowing, <laughs> like deteriorating your sound. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to it. I wanna, I've, I've been craving Yoki since last night, and I'm going to go make some. What? Yoki? Potato pasta? It starts with a G. You probably only ever read it in a book. Yoki? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I have only read it in a book. The same family of the gyros. And the good news. Yeah. No, I and think the, that's the actual right way to say it. <laughs> that makes me think. I, we, I've probably mentioned this, but uh, that just made me think of the... Uh, Anthony Michael Hall movie, Gnome the Gnorm, <laughs> or uh, Gnome Norm the Gnome, David the Gnome. I don't think so, Anthony Michael Hall played David the Gnome. I thought that was Tom Bosley. No, no, no. Anthony Michael Hall plays himself against a puppet of a gnome, of a like um, a dark crystal looking gnome. That's and a, that's a you're elf talking one. like the the sixteen candles guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought and he it, stopped acting or something. <laughs> he did after gnome the norm, norm the gnome <laughs> that killed him. Huh? <laughs> Took him out of it. Shit, right? That's it. I'm done. No more gnomes. No more nothing. No more cameras. I believe they take down an oil refinery together. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And uh, other TV news, the Godzilla channels on Pluto as of yesterday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, uh, good night, guys. I'm going to go. <laughs> is it just constantly playing on your TV? It will be. I've, I've now decided. I normally spend about 10 minutes figuring out what I'm going to fall asleep to, and now the decision has been made. It will just be the all Pluto, Godzilla. Pluto Godzilla all the time. Usually it's the Pluto um, MST or Rift Tracks channel for me. But... Mm. <laughs> Um, at, at any rate, uh, I mentioned after we stopped recording last week that you guys should level. Uh, we got here and everyone had gotten their had had their characters ready to go, and I'm sure you're all eager to talk about it real quick. So let me know if you got anything special for here on your sixth level. Well, I just leveled today because I did for thanks for lying, but I want to be honest <laughs> with our with our fans. <laughs> uh, I picked a spell about three minutes ago. For six level precog, which I don't think I get anything. I got a spell and some some skills. Skills don't matter, but I got a cool spell. You said called, it was a science fiction game. Yeah, called dampen, dampen spell, which I think I actually already had at level one, but now I have it at level two. I might need to change that again. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a spell exclusively for party pooping. Wonderful. 
Yeah. Oh, did you want to do maximum fireball damage? Huzzah! Now it's half that. Mm. And a reflex. So quarter damage. <laughs> okay. Jeff, did you get anything special? What 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 third what third class did you take this set, this level? All of them. <laughs> third class. He's on his fourth. <laughs> One class per level. Don't y'all know that? Yeah, there's only like what nine of them now, right? <laughs> Uh, actually, I just went up another level in uh Mystic. Okay. Um, fifth level Mystic, one level, one level Soldier. Um, technically, all I really gained was um another spell, uh, second level spell. But um, something everybody should have gained is on their theme. Oh, they yeah, should have yeah. um six level is where you get uh another ability from your and, theme. Yes. And so my theme, which was the investigator, paranormal investigator, um, it gave me attention to detail. So once per day, um, if I fail a perception check, perception, sense motive, or my field, I can re-roll and use the highest dice. That's cool. <laughs> but other than that, not too much per se. Um, got more skills, and that's about it. All right. Uh, who's next? Back to me. No, oh, back to. <laughs> I did not realize. Thank you, Jeff. I've got vaster savvy now because my theme is vaster. Oh, uh, what I do. Uh, you've dealt with countless situations outside the normal experience of mainstream galactic society. As a result, you have an uncanny talent for improvising. You also have a great situational awareness and can astutely evaluate other people. Once per day, if you fail an intelligence or wisdom-based ability or skill check, you can really roll the check. If you still fail the check, the ability isn't expended for the day, but you can't re-roll the same check again. Jeez. That's kind of neat. That is Everybody's me. getting free rerolls. Breaks, uh, uh, mahogany. I'll go next. All right, go ahead. Um, Wait, back to me again. I'm nope. honest, so. <laughs> back in your hole. So another level of Vanguard. Right. Um, my theme, my space fair theme, it gives me eager dabbler. In your journeys, you've picked up quite a few tricks about all sorts of things, even if you haven't formally studied them. And you can often use this logic and intuition to your advantage. You gain a plus two bonus to skill checks if you don't have any ranks in that skill. That's pretty cool. This ability does not allow you to attempt checks for trained only skills. That's fair. All right. And then let's see. From my class, I got a new... What is it called? A new discipline. Uh, so I get evasion now. Nice. Damn. All right. Yeah. I chose evasion. There were lots of other things to choose from, but I chose evasion. I feel that's, that's a wise choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest thing. That's that's about it. Some skills. Six points. Woo. I used them. <laughs> as often as things explode around you, people. <laughs> Yep. Oh, and my uh, my my shield, my entropic shield, gets better, but effectively, it's still just a plus one. Does your I don't... go up yet, or like your? 
Uh, yeah, that went up. I feel like that went up last time too. What is it? What is it? No, I'm a mint bitter. And it's 2d6 plus 10 now. Oh, okay. Wow. Nice. And I feel like it was 2d6 plus something a little bit less before this, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Or I think it was it was 1d6 plus 10 or something like that, and now it's two. Mm. I don't know. Sweet. It's good. That is the the, nice. the damage of a great sword. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, breaks. Um, I got another operative exploit. Uh, I took holographic clone, which will allow me to basically activate mirror image of myself. I, I Naruto shadow clone. Um, that's, that's my big thing. And then for my theme benefit, I'm a bounty hunter. So I've got swift hunter and I know just how to ask around about my marks to gain information and insight in a hurry. I can use diplomacy to gather information about a specific individual in half the normal time. And I reduce the penalty for following tracks using survival while moving at full speed. Cool. Which has not come up yet. Well, you know, it might. (laughs) It it may hit at some point in the future. All right, y'all, y'all. Um, y'all ready for this? Yeah, I'm gonna keep that spell. I found out because it took that spell at second level that it automatically added it to my first level spell. So, like, because yes. I took it at a higher level, I can cast it lower if I want to. Huh? Weird. That's what threw me off. I thought I was like, did I already take that at first level? And I just haven't. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I just <laughs> it's kind of strange. All right, Mahogany, you ready? Yeah! Alright, well... uh, Dynamic musical fanfare begins. This is Cracksmackle with your Channel Infinity Celebrity Minute. We just caught up with the darling of the Planet Geek's high society social scene, Princess Tanette Inbara, to get her take on the rumors that have been burning up the celebrity gossip channel for the past few days. So tell us, Princess. What do you make of the rumors that your supposedly deceased fifth husband, Ferlin Gride, is alive and well and engaged in criminal activities through the skyways of Jeeks? Footage rolls of a high-speed chase with a quick zoom in and freeze frame on a drow elf engaging in cab-top combat with an orc ganger. Tearfully, my, my people have done our own investigations of this terrible matter and found it to be nothing more than a cruel prank at my expense. <laughs> Some unruly collection of haters that got get their jollies taunting a grieving widow out of hatred and jealousy. I'll advise all my fans to ignore this cheap and awful stunt and instead focus on mindfulness and good vibes. And I love you all. And from the looks of the background activities, you're packing bags for a trip? Yes, this whole affair has caused me and my loved ones a lot of distress. So I'm taking a holiday to relax. Oh, want to give us the scoop as to what fabulous vacation spot we can snap some footage of you on? (laughs) No, I'm afraid not. I'm off to do the one thing that seriously centers my calm and puts me back in touch with myself and my ancient elven roots. Princess holds up and cocks a triple multi-stage rifle, three quarters of her size. Big game hunting. (laughs) 
The image freeze frames on Princess's smiles, tears still glint <clears throat> on her long lashes. Well, thank you for your time, and I hope whatever beast you're after has said its prayers. And now, back to... Raiders of the Lark 2.0. And someone coming to assassinate a certain drow. <laughs> yeah, cut to Geist <laughs> piloting and sneezing really hard. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of gun was she holding? <laughs> Sounds like uh, a sniper rifle. Sounds like a sniper rifle I want. It's a multi-stage rifle that shoots little missiles. <laughs> oh, neat. Which actually kind of leads me to a a thought process. Uh, since we're in a drift, and we had heard her little spiel while we were being, uh, after we got out of our virtual world, where she actually said, she hated or who she was going to kill that had nothing to do with her dad. It was her that wanted to kill Geist. And it wasn't hatred. It was um, abandonment issues. (laughs) Uh, I am going to start working on a new website that is going to take and splice all her little her little snippets of her um, her show or whatever, and then basically correlate those two with what she says and what she's actually thinking. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're becoming an online hater. Wonderful. <laughs> and, and, and just kind of, and, and putting enough seed of truth in there so people can follow it and correlate what's been happening with her and all her um, former husbands and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to put that all together out there and that's what I'm going to be working on while I'm in the drift. Okay. Well, uh, information propaganda. A few hours after you guys get into the drift, I, re- I pre-rolled for how long it would take you to get to your to your in-system destination. It turned out to be three days. <laughs> a few, de- uh, but a few hours after you guys get in, settle down. You feel like you've 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 dodged um, the assault at Jeeks pretty well. You get an incoming message. Um, Andy alerts you that it's from it's from Alexander Nevermind's secure channel. Put it through. You hear the cat snort with laughter. Whatever. Prank. Um by the time you yeah, by the time the cat is getting up onto a piece of furniture to yell at whoever is trying to pull such a weak rib. Uh, Alexander's face comes on. He says, Ooh, man. You have lit a fire under her. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. That's nothing that a little money can't take care of, at least on my end. You know, repair some buildings, pray some reparation to some <laughs> uh, initiates' families. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, what's wrong with your cat? Uh, it's just him. Uh, the cat is the cat is standing there with. It looks like he's about to like in the like fall over in shock. <laughs> well, I believe he may be a fan. <laughs> oh, well, hey, kitty. Then Marcus faints. 
If you really want to fuck with him, address him as Marcus. <laughs> oh, all right. Marcus, Marcus. wake up. Wake up, uh, Marcus. He wants just, to speak to you. I had the best dream. You look scream. Famous rock star, Alexander Nevermind. I know you're not cool enough to know who that is, but oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marcus, good to see you, man. Uh, when your friends get back from whatever they're doing for me, uh, I'll send some. I'll send some. I'll send some swag your way. And the cat passes out again. Any- <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not thinking to music. What do you think he does all day when we're not here? I <laughs> dream about cat food. Lick himself. <laughs> <laughs> he um. Alexander says, "Well, I don't have a lot of time right now. I'm going to send you coordinates for an in-system rendezvous point before we can begin uh, our little finishing up our little trade." <laughs> and just a reminder: we are serving papers to someone. Is that oh, correct? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Cease and it, desist papers. Uh, nah, not really. Uh, the, the cease and desist papers uh, came a long time ago, and to me. Ah, uh, understood. So are we supposed to deliver these with a threatening tone or more of a uh, professional courtesy tone? How do you want us to handle this? Well, I'll give you the rundown fully once you get down to our rendezvous point, but let's just say the papers are the threat. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're documents that means that he has to come back here to Jeeks, where I have a lot of pull. Okay. <laughs> and hopefully that will force him to drop whatever the hell he has put on me. Uh, um, I actually, if you don't mind, send me some of the details so I can start doing some research into the law. That way, we can make sure this is all done legal like. So, oh, yeah. we'll ha- actually have legal ramifications if he fails to do what he needs to do. And we make sure that we do it legally so it will have effect. I like your thoroughness. Now, I do ex- I do employ some very expensive lawyers who have given me the uh, the go ahead, but you know, if you want to double check it, I just want to make sure we're doing what we have to do on our part with how we do how we deliver the item. Ah, I got you. All right. Well, I'll see you on the flip side. Um, and the the image goes blank. Um, Andy alerts you that you're getting a data packet. She's sending it to your your data pad in your in your room. And um, beyond that, once Marcus wakes up. <laughs> You guys have to hear about two hours of him gushing about all his favorite Mar- uh, Alexander Neverbind songs, his fa- his favorite videos. He's just, uh, and indeed, you get the impression the cat listens to a lot of music when you guys are not on the ship. Uh, <laughs> and you worried course, him when you passed out like that. He was very concerned for your well-being. I just didn't know what to say, man. What do you do when you meet your heroes? Not like you, <laughs> fake heroes, but real heroes. When I met my hero, he sabotaged my work and tried to get me murdered. You should get better heroes, bro. (laughs) So it would seem. 
Oh man, I oh, I gotta find a place in my in my cubby. Oh, swag. I don't even know what that means. The cat runs off. Uh, leaving you guys there, basically getting on with whatever personal projects you have. Uh, you have your anti-princess, um, fa- anti-fan sites to build, and of course, going over the paperwork. That would, um, never mind. Since you well, go ahead, I would like to take some time to um, use the UPPs to craft a disguise kit. Okay. <laughs> So that when I do have to, if I go back to Jeeks or if I go somewhere else, I can disguise my features so that I'm, I don't stand out quite as much. Okay, cool. Even Anybody if it's else just have any? grease paint to make myself, you know. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else have any other little projects they want to accomplish? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mm. I don't think I have enough money to do anything I'd really want to do. Yeah, I'm balling on the budget. I do have Mm. a question. Um, If I remember correctly, um, in the memory that um, I was scanning, that Geist um, had a memory of Marcus and it was pretty much said remember the cat Mm -hmm. so my curiosity is is there something about the cat biological like genetically like if i do a a medical scan of him that something comes up um the you know the the down with the princess sites are are like side jobs okay so that's something I i can continue working on but this is something I want to, um, this, the memories that we're trying to unlock. Yeah. And the law. So we make sure we can continue on the next part of our mission. And don't right. forget, there was that one memory uh, where it looked like Geist was throwing y'all under the bus. Correct. Which... Well, the memories also portray- <laughs> were, were also really jumbled. Like some of them were just changing mid mid-action on him mm-hmm. so so there there's a good chance he can't really fully trust the stuff he saw in there until he manages to get it cleaned up Rin, is that any way uh, sorry dr essex essex is there any way that uh, i could assist you pouring through some of these these memories uh, sorting them setting them in, in chronological order of some sort Sure. I'll make a right. copy and then I keep a clean copy. So if he alters something and I can't trust him. Okay. okay. But I have no idea of what memories you found. No, you don't so, know anything about what you saw. Yeah, I have no idea what you saw. So I'm just genuinely offering to help. And I'm genuinely giving you a set of memories. He's That's genuinely smart. a paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm paranoid. Come on. It's, it's smart to be. It's, that's my character, and that's me, the player. All right. Not to mention we're a crew of ne'er-do-wells. Your, your, your medical... Sometimes do-wells. <laughs> do, often do uh, neutrals, and sometimes do-wells. 
<laughs> Occasionally do bads. Uh, <laughs> Occasional do wells. <laughs> your 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 quick medical scan of Marcus, basically you just sneak up on him while he's napping, um, <laughs> reveals exactly what you expect to reveal about his health. He is a youngish uh, felid. Um, it warns you about its uh, BMI. Um, <laughs> you see that it has several um, implants, fully expected, being a, de a designer pet. Uh, you can see that it, 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 the the scanner alerts you to surgical scars and things like that. Another thing you expect from the designer pet process. Otherwise, they don't talk. <laughs> that's right. An that's an extra one. But I also, um, this was actually, if I remember correctly, from the memories, this was a gift from his wife. Yes. So ah. um, if she um, was the type of person that's paranoid and hates losing somebody, I'm curious if there is some kind of, uh, I want to look at this. Beacon? Uh, yeah. Not necessarily a tracking beacon, but something in there that she could activate remotely. Like maybe like if Marcus heard her voice say a certain password or um, word or something that would activate some kind of trigger. Is he a sleeper agent? That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Is, uh, you know, is he a dirty bomb? Dirty bomb. Well, he's, you know, he's not exactly clean. Basically, I want to look at what his um his modifications are. And if there's any modifications that could be twisted and used in a more nefarious um, usage. Um, you, well, give me a, give me a computer, is it computers? Give me a culture check, actually. Okay. Or no, actually, it's, this is a science check, my bad. Uh, life science. Okay. Um, fit, roll to 15 plus 17, so mm -hmm. 33. All right, you know that, um, uh, the... 32? You know the, the, the process for making designer pets skirts a lot of laws about uh, how sentience are dealt with. Like, the reason they can be considered pets and bought and sold is because they are custom-built to not quite reach uh, certain levels of um, self-awareness. <laughs> uh, basically, what, what they do, according to what your research is, they engineer a sentient being and then then they surgically and cybernetically modify it down to uh <laughs> or they engineer a sapient being and modify it down to a sentient being like most pets are <laughs> but with enough um, interactive ability that that they can you know still be they they are they're designed to be forgetful one they don't they their implants prevent them from remembering uh unpleasantness for too long um basically and the, it, their implants also keep them from um like becoming too attached over the long term well also knowing that she's a psycho bitch that hey, she hey 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 yeah, you right. agree. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I was about to say, um, she's the type that was skirt law anyway. I mean, she has already. So I'm I'm looking at most likely she has disabled some of that capability or paid for someone to not necessarily put it down that far. 
because I mean, Marcus has been fairly, probably more intelligent than probably the average pet of that type is. He does seem way more adaptable than you'd expect for a creature like him. Yeah, we wouldn't trust a normal engineered pet to pilot a starship. (laughs) (laughs) Or randomly keep people away from our ship for an extended period of time. That was totally accidental. Yeah, I'm sure it was totally (laughs) accidental. Just accidentally just swap his tail over and just hit the right controls accidentally. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if the remember the cat thing is nice to knowing that he was going into a simulation and remembering the cat is how he separated his his memory his mind from oh this is a simulation remember the cat remember that you got that cat that's just my theory the um, the thing the thing you mostly know about, particularly like this, the companies that make that they're extremely proprietary. They get incredibly um, they get incredibly irate if you mess with their their software. They have they're designed to be an expensive pet and an ongoing expense. So any any specialized um, any specialized conditioning or reprogramming that their their implants need, they want you to bring it in. It's like the fucking Chevrolet mechanic. Like, <laughs> except the Chevrolet mechanic probably wouldn't hire a hit team to go after you if you fiddle with their proprietary gear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, actually, they might. It's kind of what they did in the seventies. And then you realize you've you've been seeing the answer the whole time. Um, uh, Marcus's name tag is like a little golden disc where that has his like it has his name lit up on it, Marcus. Uh, <laughs> and it looks too it looks too expensive to be anything but a piece of technology itself <laughs> alright start um, looking at it alright Marcus tells you yeah, you don't need to touch that I, already, I have it on silent man it's fine we don't, we don't have to listen to it anymore it's cool <laughs> what did it used to do Marcus uh, you know occasionally I'll hit it every now and then I'm sleeping uh he, he slaps his paw on the little dangly thing. He goes, Deek, you are 10 months overdue for a Gene Boom pet uh, pet checkup. Please come in and make an appointment at your earliest convenience. Message repeats. You are 10 months d- d- overdue. He slaps it again. It just does that over and over. <laughs> hmm. uh, um, is there any way to uh, take it off of him? It's uh, a collar. Uh, take it off and take it over to our tech smith and have him take a peek at it, please, and see if there's any kind of uh, bugs or anything that's in it that might um, give us more information about it. Excess tech. And if there is, we strap that shit to a torpedo and (laughs) shoot it off. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's that's you, right, Tugger? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Uh, yes. But I'm not super worried about it, so I just glance over. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no roll required. Roll, roll low, huh? No, no, I, I haven't rolled anything yet. Uh, engineering, I suppose. Blip. Uh, 25. All right. After a couple of scans and a, a, a little bit of deep diving on, on what you find there, you see that, it, yes, it has a emergency beacon built in. It can it can function 
as a as a um, as a tracking device. But you but a lot of pets have things like this. This one, however, can uh, broadcast on planetary scales. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, expensive. Yeah, we need the money. Let's sell this. <laughs> I have 300 credits, which like in this universe, I believe is basically poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys wanted a Cowboy Bebop style game. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> but what's your wealth at? Well, well let's not get into this. <laughs> yeah, I have zero credits. I'm what's your wealth at? Broke. 13,000. Well, you got me beat by a grand. <laughs> Give me some money. Uh, <laughs> I'm flat broke. <laughs> Here, you can have my any key. Okay. Any? It's worth 175 credits. He doesn't know that he could have just pressed any one key. (laughs) (laughs) I I bought an any key to plug in. (laughs) Is that the joke behind that item? Any key to continue? That sucks. Mm -hmm. These these people are awful. (laughs) I I didn't get it until she just said it. But I I hadn't thought about it until just now. (laughs) Yeah, I, I never even thought about it. You get to a locked door, you need your any key to move forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please press any key to continue. That's good. I like that. that. That's that's a good pun. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Make that commercial. Do it. Still our <laughs> joke. All right. Um But yeah, uh like I said, you find out unsurprisingly that your expensive ass pet is wearing an expensive ass doodag around his neck. It's not active right now, is it? Uh it only is only active in that it is tracking the the health of Marcus and broadcasting that you need to make an appointment for a a gene boom technician to have a look in. <laughs> Which probably means that Princess has access to that information. Probably. We need <sighs> to get rid of this color. Yeah, like I said, let's sell it. Mm-hmm. For a Replace it with a super cheap model oh. that we have. <laughs> oh, God. The... I, I feel kind of naked without it, guys. You know, I mean, like my only piece of swag. <laughs> All right, we'll get you another one. Uh, don't worry. Uh, Can I have spikes? Alexander, mm-hmm. never mind, is sending you a whole bunch of swag, probably a collar as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it may even say property of never mind. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> Praise the cat gods. I think her name is Bast. Hmm. The cat gods. I don't know. They just tell you that there's cat gods when they when they, when you're born, and they put you in a thing, <laughs> and they, they tell you all kind of stuff. They teach you how to talk. They teach you how to read. They tell you about the cat gods. They tell you to be if you're a good cat, kitty. The cat gods take you to kitty heaven, where there's no dogs and there's no jerks who are tr- rubbing your belly for too long. Just long enough. <laughs> Just long enough. Listen to the tone of my purr, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch the toe beans. Ever. 
I'm so I've been reading that dungeon crawler Carl, and there's an intelligent cat that's uh, like the second main character. Yeah, he should read that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that's there's a lot of back and forth between Marcus and uh, Princess Donut. All right, full disclosure: Marcus here is just two characters from Red Dwarf mushed together. Uh. <laughs> well, let me know when the Rigel from Farscape shows up as an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's Arya right now, though. She's <laughs> farting, and it smells so bad in here. Is uh, it helium? It yeah. Might as well. Do I sound hot, bitch? Having her next to me until that happens. Uh, Good God! As long as it's not hydrochloric sulfide, mm. that would make your voice super deep. You need to make your you need to make your dog fatter so her cheeks cheeks clap. <laughs> <across her tongue>. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a little warning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it just it hits you. You're like, oh god, the dog farted. It could have been ten minutes ago. It's like somebody sneaking up on you and jamming a finger up your nose. Well, Only the got, finger is doo-doo odor. They've got nudicles. They've got to have a little, like, <laughs> silicone butt implants you can give your dog. <laughs> give your doggy a BBL. <laughs> Let's do it. It's one of those party cheeks. Well, they do have a butt plug whistle. I don't know if oh. anybody's seen that. A what? Uh, Why would I look at that? It's a, it's a butt plug that whistles when you <laughs> fart. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> That's the name of it, Mahogany. <laughs> That's horrible. All right, so you guys are looking to ditch the, the color. Are you going to ditch it out here in the drift or going to get it back to your own space? <laughs> your voice broke trying to get away from that butt plug whistle. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was trying to... Sorry, it's actually called the flattest flute. Oh, would you shut up? <laughs> I want to sell it. I mean, yeah, we want that cash. We want the cash. All right. Fuck uh, the consequences. We need that dough. Okay. <laughs> That's how we got in this situation, y'all. We didn't learn anything. Yeah, we're all still alive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We learned nothing. <laughs> Forward. Onward. Okay. So then you decide to, to, to just keep going with what you're doing for now while you're in the drift. Um, on day two. Well, can this drift. thing track while we're in the drift? Can it? No. No. Yeah, so it we're won't. fine. Yeah, you're fine yeah. while you're in the drift. And honestly, like, chances are, had she even remembered the cat, she'd be on your tail by <laughs> what's, uh, what What's the actual price on this thing? Hmm? Like, how much can we get for it? Uh, it's, you could probably get it uh, on the black market, probably you could probably move it for about ten grand if you could, if you can ha- ha- make it a clean item. Mm. Uh, break it. And how long are we going to be in the drift again? Three days. Dude, is that enough time yeah. for me to jailbreak it? Uh, it depends on your engineering roles. Mm, okay. <laughs> Uh, because we'll we'll be in here for a few days today. I will give myself a fifteen for a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. All right. Uh, your first attempts are. It looked like they're going good at first. However, um, as soon as you you you're able to find the seal and crack it open, it begins emitting a high pitched uh, noise. Mm. Warning: You are tampering with Gene Boom's proprietary property. Whoops. 
<laughs> if you if this continues, the local authorities will be alerted. I'll set it to the side for a day. Okay. Click it close. Eventually, it stops making alarms, and you see that you see it seal back up again. It's got a little nanotech in it. And then, uh, okay. Then I'll pair. I'll, I'll get my paradoxes for day two. I just gotta make sure I don't need to use any of them for bringing stuff back. Uh, no, I still have that. Okay. What part of day two? Like when mm -hmm. you wake up, or when are you gonna start working on this thing again? I'll do it when I get up. All right. Okay, one of my paradoxes was a little higher, so I can I can give myself a seventeen for day two, which would give me a, a thirty even. Okay, um, you are able to crack it open again this time, setting off no alarms, uh, make get making it where you can access the uh, the programming. At this point, you might want to find someone good at computers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Grim. Yes. You're better at uh, <laughs> numbers than I am. <laughs> I will try <clears throat> try to computer hack this thing. All right. What are we all sitting at at computers and engineering? Just out of curiosity. Uh, computers, I got a plus sixteen. Nice. My highest anything is a plus 13. All right. Give us a roll, Jeffrey. I rolled a 19. <clears throat> so 35. Yeah, All right. Uh, you find that you, now that you've gotten into it, you, you see that there's a lot of um, uh, routes left over inside of it from the uh, the programming it looks like they're not really expecting people to go any further than their uh than their alarm system but once once you're in it's it's a fairly easy job for you you can take the data off and rip it if you like and and then clean it off or you can just delete it delete, delete it whole hog <clears throat> well i would like to get a copy of it so i can then create another <clears throat> collar or some somewhere all right for Marcus. Okay. Maybe we can track our movements with this collar. Okay. I strip it. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I mean, I, I, I clean it so it can be jailbroken. Okay. But I, I, I still make a copy, though. Gotcha. So that I can create a, a new collar for him. I follow. What do you mean by track our movements, Frakes? The, the eight months that we've been... Oh, okay. The, our, our previous movements. Our previous movements, yeah. yeah. We can see where we've... I'm, we're pretty close to knowing where we've been. But, you know, maybe there's some things that we've missed. Oh, yeah, this I, time I, I thought you were talking about bowel movements. <laughs> that is also data that is available. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For the cat only. Uh, I was going to say... Yeah, it's uh, tracking his health and stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of cat related health data on it. <laughs> as long as it's not tracking hours, as well, that's a bit intrusive. <laughs> but, uh, as you're finishing that up, the uh, the lights in your quarters start to sort of uh, blink out, 
just go and then come back on again. Antivirus check. Make sure your ship's all right. All right. Give me computers. Set. Rolled 11 that time, so that's a 27. 27. All right. You find no... Uh, you find no uh, anti. You find no viruses on, on the the computer systems. However, you do see a lot of um, proximity alerts going off on various things. Not, not anything uh, abnormal for the ship. Like Marcus sets off the same kind of proximity alerts because he is a very light, small animal. <laughs> but they're they're like odd environmental shifts is basically what it's 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 uh, tracking along the vessel. Uh, in the engineering section. Um. So, set off an alarm. Let everybody know because we are in the drift. So something could have popped up into the ship, <clears throat> and then try to scan and see what we might be working. Uh, what might have been invaded this vessel. All right. Give me a. Let's go to the map, shall we? Mm. Can I take another full day's rest to get my uh, paradox rerolled? No, that's why I asked you when you were doing this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that 17 was my best. The other two dice were a 10 and a 3. So, uh, no, you got a I, 10 still. <laughs> yeah, I got a 10. Which at this level is at least uh, a max damage with the sniper rifle, but that 3. Let me move uh, some tokens where they need to be. Geist is already in the pilot's chair. I couldn't get the uh, things matching up, so just try to get your things placed wherever you can appropriately. But um, where's my token? It might not be on this map. You might have to put it back. Boo. I just I just uploaded this map. My old tokens are still there. I even made a Marcus token, see? Now they're the kid the kid the, 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 the piloting section. <laughs> Where? Oh, up there in the cockpit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'd be over here where where Grim is at. Actually I was looking at being inside. Oh, we might have to move. Like I'd probably say over here in two though. The room across the way, across the other side of the ship. Yeah, yeah. What room is that? That's um, that's like the armory tech room. Okay. And I'm just using my uh, the terminal at my pilot station to sort through those memory files. You have uh, you had to spend at least an hour whenever you guys got back on the ship, uh, wiping down your consoles for all the hair. Oh, Marcus isn't hypoallergenic. No, he's a cat. Gross. <laughs> yeah, but he's a designer pet. He should be hypoallergenic. No, yeah, but he still sheds. <laughs> well, we got measurements against that. Shave him. It's a spaceship. <laughs> I don't know where my tokens are. I have to make new one. Oh. Do you need the website again? Uh, maybe. I'll post it up for you on the... Token stamp. Yeah, token stamp Discord. Where yet? 
Starfinder reloaded. I use token tool. You're a token tool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Oh, wait, I found it. <laughs> Located. All uh, right. Gosh, that took way too long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I tried to put it on the. Uh, the I tried one. to add it to the Zoom <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, if listen to this show, uh, you should go watch this. Jeff made a really cool map. Yeah. Of our ship that we've. We're battling in. Yeah. Very cool. A lot of thought and effort went into the the creation of this. By Jeff, not by me. Or yeah, by Jeff. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff did all the heavy lifting on this map here. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff did I all the heavy say, lifting on this ship. Which one of these? I think that this one was my room. This one. All right. God, Jeff, you didn't label whose room was which? What a lazy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> well, at one point, I had actually had different colored uh, beds. I yeah, did. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I can't remember what color, but I feel like it was in this area. But <laughs> then I uh, went back and was like, you know what? No, we got sleep pods. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> sleep pods in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're not beds anymore. Those are pods. Yeah. yeah. Got space coffins oh, to sleep. Fuck in. yeah, fucking deprivation tanks. That's just what you need in the vacuum of space. A <laughs> yeah. vacuum of space. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, so that's that's probably where. Technically, I want something that I could basically hook up a um, first aid kit into. To um, yeah, I wouldn't mind the pods. If I was in a spaceship, I wouldn't mind another sealed environment to sleep in. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, not me. If the spaceship is fucked, I don't want to wake up trapped in a bed <laughs> that I can't leave or I'll die. I just oh well, you know that's what that's why sleep. you pony up for little uh, little little jets on. Oh, oh, well, you didn't say it was a flying space bed. I didn't know. We, <laughs> I mean, know we could use our imaginations here. Those cost extra. <laughs> Are you saying that yours doesn't have a handle on the inside? Why can't you get out of it? I'm saying I wouldn't want to be stuck. Like if the ship lost all environment and then yeah, you, you wake lost up the, in, a, in a coffin basically you go i can't leave the bed or i'll die oh i'd rather well, just have not woken up at all ideally uh, i'd like to be able to cut on like i don't know um like stasis or something <laughs> so yeah, maybe I mean, that would affect a rescue if we're going all out my bed can fly it's got little spiders yeah. that comes out that crawls around and uh -huh. hands it like a race car yeah <laughs> well <laughs> I, I I I changed it from beds to these because I had plans for later on when we have uh, when we have more uh, uh, build points to use. Jeff, did your plans include that our beds could fly through space on their own? <laughs> well, no. Well, then I don't care. I mean, it's a sleep pod slash escape pod. That's what you want. Yeah, That'd be fun. yep. With guns, I guess I could <laughs> technically take the wheelchairs that they have in the game <laughs> and uh, basically modify those to make it work <laughs> yeah get what on it need? jeff if anybody can do it you know, all your beds are stasis pods and they don't have like an xbox controller in case you wake up and want to like zoom around the vacuum <laughs> jeff what kind of 
What, what kind of reinforcement do you need to make this happen? Are you a positive reinforcement guy or a negative reinforcement guy? Should that be nice <laughs> to you to get what I want? Or are we going to threaten you with sticks? <laughs> we outside your house tonight with torches and pitchforks. Rocket ship beds. Rocket ship beds. <laughs> Well, I mean, I could turn your beds into torpedoes and just shoot you out. Yeah, I don't. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, Terrence's Terrence's offhand comment about that they look like race cars made me wonder. They do, in fact, make race car beds for adults. I, I, I know. Yeah, duh. I know that. Wait, what are you sleeping in? A regular bed, you fucking dweeb? Like, I imagine every actual race car driver has a race car bed. Just... <laughs> no reason not to. They just snore like... <laughs> oh, man, I hate to be one if you're of you're Formula One, you have a Formula One bed. Yeah, just like a single. Hmm. <laughs> like sleeping in a recliner basically oh it's awful <laughs> the formula one beds yes all right i'm going to search rescue mode okay okay yes let's yeah, do the, the alarms combat. go right. off two okay yes the alarms are sounding around the ship uh grimjacks emerges uh armed we're in the armory so that's actually a good spot to be in armory slash mechanical shop yeah graham radio in if you find any problems i'm gonna stay here and work on uh <laughs> work on these issues you really are scared without that uh that, that, that 17 home lingering around <laughs> <laughs> my get out of jail free dice roll yeah it's a little worrisome i think fine all right. though all right so yes um grimjax has found something worrisome in the engine in the engine room worrisome readings in the engine room uh geist will leave the cockpit all uh, right it's at his quickest pace you move down there. So why or are you coming up, up the stairs from the computer room? Yeah. And um, no, I came through here. Through here. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll annotate it. No, I, I see. But you were on the stairs from the computer room. <laughs> Jeff's like, I made this map. You better use it right. <laughs> We've skeeps gonna head towards where the people you generally are. All right. Yep. You find everyone looking antsy and arguing about which room is which, and why are you on the stairs? Where are you going? Um, you know that you're heading toward the rear of the ship, where the engines are. Um, while you guys are gathering together, more of the lights blink on and off. Like you can see that there's a, uh, a a slow but sometimes significant power drain happening on the vessel. You don't like that? It, it is in the engineering. Whatever this is. Yeah. Yeah. That so let me like go that's, ahead. And, that's my thing. Just, just, just to get us uh, in the right frame of mind, let's do initiative. Cool. We're not all just, I move. <laughs> I blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's like the dice heard me say, I just <laughs> said, go ahead and do this without me. Because oh. I rolled a two. All right. Well, me a total of, uh, where's my total? Uh, a total of six. 
Six. Uh, Geist, what'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Grimjacks. I rolled a four plus nine. All right, thirteen. And we just keep. Um, uh, twenty-four. <laughs> twenty-four. <laughs> okay. I forgot well, that we needed dice to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need them. You can just use your Hephaestus dice ruler. I like to use the dice. I bought them all for a reason. <laughs> or you can just lie. Oh, net 20 again, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just ordered a set of rock, paper, scissor dice. So, you know, like. Oh, <laughs> all right, uh, man, let's see. Let me roll for my uh, other people. Your what are engineering, they? Your engineering glitch? You know, your engineering glitch, yes. What are these things? Uh, you haven't seen them yet. Give us the stats. <laughs> no, nope. keep. What are you doing? Where are you going? Um, we are heading towards the engine room, right? So that's yep. where I'm gonna head. All right. Uh, where's? Is that just straight down? Yeah, it's straight back, basically, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, you you go down the stairs, uh, and then they come. To... You don't have to go down the stairs. The no, no, it's, it's at the back. You're on the same level, yeah. No. You just go around the restrooms at the back there. Yes. Like that's a double move okay. towards in that direction. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. a double door straight ahead. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. More like a hatch. Yeah. And uh, there you see. I mean, I guess I could have ran, but I just double moved. All right. Uh, you see more, um, more blinking as the uh, the ship seems to be the ship seems to be more rapidly losing power. Uh, your go, Grimjacks. Has somebody mentioned that there's like potentially something back there? Because I'm not a. Yeah, I've mentioned it. Okay. Yeah, and we know that things pop in and out of the drift. Where? All right, I'm right there. Geist. And I have my weapon drawn. Gotcha. I am a weapon. I will double move to be right next to Weep. Okay. And Valgord. Taking the other side. I have 40, 45, 50, 12, 60. Right behind behind Grim on that side. Okay, cool. We have successfully split the party in half. Well, I mean, you're going to the same room, so. Yeah, but you know. (laughs) Weepskeep. Yeah, this is our ship. This is our home. We know this place. You got the home uh, court advantage. I will move into the room. All right, you move into the room. Uh, the automatic doors slide open as you move through, and you see three strange um, gaseous forms uh, just sort of moving in and about the engine room, basically occasionally like extending little tendrils of cloud you see that they also sort of flash with bits of energy as if they're like um a tiny thunderhead as you approach though they all seem to take on like they move from just a a nebulous shape to a more uh, roughly humanoid shape as as when they as you get closer they seem to 
mimic you in in in, in a certain way. Hmm. But it's uh there go. Let's see. This guy's well. Still- I mean. Oh right, yeah, sorry. You just moved. That's right. Yeah. What are you doing before I before I fucking jump the gun like a moron? Uh. <laughs> I feel like having seen that one and being close to it, I don't feel like I would have pulled my weapon out, but I am going to just move. It's basically going to be a double move to make sure that I am blocking it from doing whatever, from going towards my companions. All right. All right. You move over to it. Um, It's, it's, internal lighting changes from a mellow like uh, creamy purple color to a slightly more alarmed kind of uh, reddish color as the little flashes of lightning go off um, you, you smell like a strange ozone scent in the air and uh, the one next to you lashes out taking a swing at you as one of its cloudy arm-like appendages um, extends itself. I rolled a really good, actually. Oh, no, you hit the one that likes to be hit. I know, it's, it's upsetting. <laughs> I never hit the rest of you. Uh, let's see. Uh, four, eight damage. Oh, yeah. You rolled how much? Uh, I got a 27. Oh yeah, okay. That yeah. definitely hit. Okay. Uh, and it was <laughs> eight damage. You yeah, said. Is, yeah, and this is, um, I guess, just um, uh, physical damage. I feel like. Okay. Cool. For something so cloudy looking, it hits fairly hard. <laughs> Got all our <laughs> pollinators pollinating. Forget how to. Oh, there it is. Uh, the other two in alarm basically move away from what they're doing. The engine, the engine uh, coils, and the um, the power generators, and they slowly began drifting their way towards you. But they are wary of what's going on. And I'm going to move on to Grimjacks. <clears throat> okay, I go through the um, walk door and get right here, yep. uh, which you- is right at the corner. Yeah, you can see that one there from that angle. Excellent. Then I am going to make a um, life science check to um, figure out what they are. Sure. And explain, uh, and then let everybody else know what they are. Okay. Give it a go. All right. I mean, is it a living thing? Yeah, that's that's true. Is it living or is it yes mystical or what? A little A, a little B, but we're gonna call it. Actually, what is what does outsider get? Uh, what do you roll for that? Is that mysticism or is that? Um, mm. Mysticism is for constructs, magical subtype, dragons, fey, magical beast, outsiders, and undead. Okay, then this would be a mysticism check instead. Okay. Okay. Uh, so then it, I rolled a twelve, twenty-nine. All right, uh, creatures native to the drift. These are called drift phantoms. Um, they uh, are creatures that basically move the drift and feed off uh, energy fields. Um, so what they, kind of, are, are they weak? Or what kind of weaknesses do they have? 
They are not particularly weak against anything, really. They have actually they're fairly defensive creatures. Um, they're they're given their kind of semi gaseous natures. They're 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 hard to injure uh, with any kind of weapon. Uh, Dr. Five. <laughs> they fly okay. perfectly, as you can see. Um, they have a number of spell like abilities that they will use if they feel threatened. And. Um, Let's see. They also can drain your weapons if they uh, manage to get a critical hit off of you. Just, just oh. kill you, kill your fucking batteries. <laughs> okay. Do, um, but do they have like energy resistance? Uh, energy resistances? No. They, they have a lot of immunities: bleed, critical hits, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun, okay. and evasion. That, that's the big one I want to make sure about. All right. All right. Going to take a pot shot. Actually, uh, well, I, I didn't move. Um, and I identified the creature. So, do I have a, still have a standard action left? Yeah. Then I will take a pot shot at the one that's right below the actual um the shield uh, the shield station with the engineer spot. All right. Put put him back in a regular square. There you go. Okay. And let's roll. Okay, I rolled a seven plus nine. So a 16 to hit. EAC or Casey? That'd be yes, EAC. That is exactly <laughs> what you need to hit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Six, eight. Six. Um. Fourteen points of damage, 14. and that's a, that's electrical and fire damage from my gotcha. advanced plasma boulder. All right, you see, your weapon does not do full damage, but it does do a good bit. Uh, hmm. so nine. Now wait a second. Now, even if it has dr, that's fit for versus physical. That's not versus electrical and fire. Yeah. Is it? Correct. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I guess um, does it. your gun just do electrical or fire? Yes, it does. Okay. The um, the plasma bolter does half electrical and half fire damage. Gotcha. Sorry. So DR is only against physical damage? Yes. Yeah. yes. In this game? Awesome. Yes. Make, sure, make sure you track, track your, uh, yeah, your energy damage separately if you're doing both. So does acid count as like damage that would get it? Acid yeah. is energy damage. Is it energy cool. damage? Cool, 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 cool. All right, um, Grim uh, Geist. I can see the fight happening from where I am. Yes. Yeah. The doors automatically open when she got there when she went through, so you can see the strange cloudy creatures that are in, being engaged with. Okay. Then I'm going to. As part of my trick attack, I will move my full complement of movement, getting to there. Okay. Um, attempting prince, 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 prince. Oof. That is uh, pretty good at a 15 plus. Hang on. Yeah, 31, 32. Does that render it flat-footed, if it can be rendered flat-footed? Um, your DC is... What, like... 
20 plus at CR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Okay. Then against its flat-footed AC, I rolled a 16. And that will hit. It's flat-footed nice. against everyone, too? Yes, it will be flat-footed against everybody. Which one are you attacking? The one f uh, further down from Weepskeep or the one engaged with her? Uh, the one that I have marked in red, the one further down. Gotcha. Um, I just need to double check to see if my... It did not go up. It is still 3d8, which is awesome. Uh, 12. 23 damage. 23. And that's just Sonic. Just Sonic damage? Just Sonic damage. Alright. Cool. <laughs> I imagine it's kind of a subsonic beam of vibration hits it. Gotcha. Uh, Valgorth. Uh, I will move down through these double doors to stand adjacent to Grim. I think I might need to get 25. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20. Can I still see the creature from here? Yeah. Blue there? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank okay, you. so that, that gets me close enough for a short or a close spell, I think. Yes, plus another 15 feet, 25 plus 15. Yeah. All right. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, because 30 is just a little. Okay, cool. Um, I need a will save, I think. We'll save. save for blue here. I rolled a 14 and that gives me a 20. Okay, so he's uh, not time looped uh, okay. drastically. He's not confused or entangled, but he will be off target for six rounds. And off target is minus two to attack rolls. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I tried to put him in a time loop. He basically saw me come through the door, and he was supposed to see me keep coming through the door over and over and over again. But uh, instead, he saw me come through and glitch a, a little bit, and I'm still glitchy, but it's giving him a minus two to hit everybody. Gotcha. Um, let's see. It brings us back around to the top. Weepskeep. All right. Weepskeep's going to attack twice the one in front of her. Okay. Punch the cloud. It is cloud. Uh, so the first one is a uh, 19. Uh, EAC or KAC? Uh, EAC. Oh, they both hit. Sorry, I'm Tom. This <laughs> and then the other one is an 18. All right, that hits too. Woo! These are both acid attacks you're doing? Yes. Okay. Both acid. Acid attack sounds like a band. Uh, if I can just give you the total? Uh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Two seconds. I forget what I add. I think I add 10 to each one of these. Do, 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 do. Click. Yeah. Uh, so 29. 29. All right. I put a hurting on this guy. That's a full attack. Any uh, swifts or not swifts, I guess. I guess you're, that, that, I'm thinking of the wrong damn game. All right. So it is dare go after that. 
Well, let's see. Um, there you go. That's what I'm looking for. Weepscape. This guy moves back five feet out of away from you. I'm pretty sure I step up. I sure do. Okay. Boop boop. Um, and he uses a spell-like ability. That's still... Wait. It'll provoke unless the spell says it doesn't. Let's see. Uh, um... It must, because it doesn't say anything about it. So, yeah. The creature attempts to use a spell-like ability on you, giving you an attack of opportunity. Uh, I don't think so. That is a 15. Uh, yep, that is a miss. So then I will need you to make a will saving throw. Uh, 17 on the die and for 20. All right. Um, you feel an assault on your brain. Your body is suddenly wrecked with pain. You shake most of it off, but you'll still be li- feel the lingering effects next round. You'll have minus two to everything as they try to inflict pain on you. I'll have minus two damage. to my attacks? Huh? You said I'll have minus two to what? Uh, pretty much everything. Next round. Uh, inflict pain only inflicts pain. It doesn't actually do damage damage. Mm. It just it gives like penalties. Um, meanwhile, uh, let's see. I need... Uh, give me Frakes, and I need uh, you, Toker, both to give me will saves as well. Okay. I definitely fail. All is right. this a spell, though? Yeah, it is. Okay. Is it... Okay. Sorry. There you go. Um, you... Uh, both both of the other two attempt to cast hold person on a different target each. Oh, breaks you make it. Uh, Toker, you do not. How long is that going to last? One round per level. Let's see. What is their caster level at? Five rounds. <laughs> is that a concentration? Is it? That's a good question. Pulsion mind affecting no. What's the range on it? Uh, medium. Shit. <laughs> uh, so if the caster dies, that doesn't break it, does it? You can take a full round action to attempt a saving throw every round to get out of it. How long is it going to last regardless? Five. If you don't, if you don't see your way out of it, it'll be five rounds. Uh, all right. Cool. So yeah, that was there. Go. We're at Grimjacks. Grimjacks. You see, Valgorth seize up mm. as the creatures begin hurling all kind of mystical spells out at your com- comrades. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna, uh, Valgorth is a small creature. Yes. I'm gonna take a double shot over his head. Okay. <laughs> and Just shoot the barrel on his shoulder. <laughs> Pretty much, kind of. Use it like, as a as a tripod yeah 
use him as a tripod and then just basically uh take a double shot at the uh one that's um the same one i attacked last time all right and these are at minus fours okay i rolled a two that time so i know that missed And let's see, for second attack, I rolled an 18. So even with a plus nine, minus four, so it'd be a plus five. So 23 to hit. That'll hit. was on the second one. Let me roll randomly here. I'm going to give this. Okay, cool. Go ahead, do your damage. 8 plus 6 is 14 plus another 9 no no 14 plus 6 so 20 points damage 20 points alright uh, the creature is still up um, it absorbs your blow you see one of your other blows uh, the one that misses slam into the machinery behind it but nothing seems to but it ricochets off fairly harmlessly so it, how did it absorb the blow it just, you know, it it lost HP. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's, uh, I was just wanting to make sure there wasn't nothing, uh, like, uh, taking away some of the damage it was doing. No, 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 no. Okay. Absorb the blow as in it's still standing, despite taking that much okay. damage. Um, let's see. Geist. Okay, Geist is going to do an attempt another trick attack as he moves up flanking swift action to extend the bone blade uh my stealth is not entirely good that's gonna be he's no longer flat-footed right now uh 23 is probably not gonna get it uh no no sorry okay but then a 19 to hit a 19. Uh, 19 plus 8, so 27 to hit. 19 would have hit either way. <laughs> okay. So he's no longer flat-footed. Oh, I forgot to mention that he was debilitated as well. So that's just a D8. 10. 10 damage. 10 damage. All right. Um, this, is a, this is a melee damage, correct? Yes, this is right. um, my bone blade. Gotcha. All right. Um, your bone blade. Your bone blade seems less effective than your energy weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valgorth, go ahead and give me that save again. Ah, nine. All together. Yep. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just remembered why I don't like playing characters with bad will and fortitude saves. I thought you were a caster. How do you have a bad will save? <laughs> because I'm an intelligence caster. Um, sucks. Um, well, back to the top. Weepscape. Uh, <laughs> Weepscape <laughs> is going to guarded step so that uh, she's adjacent to two of them and attack the one. Yeah, I'm going to attack the one that I've been attacking. And this is at a... Yeah. It's at a minus two. So that is definitely going to miss at 11. Oh, yeah. Afraid so. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Excuse me. All right. Um, let's see. Now, there go the two that are in melee range. Melee. Uh, green, take his attack on you, Weep. Uh, missing as well. And red, takes a swing at you, Geist. Um, giving me a 21 to hit you. Oh, yeah. Basically, all right. Wait, all right. How it do does I have a 14 EAC. Um, this is a uh, this is KAC actually. They're the same, so something's. Oh, my armor's not equipped for some reason. <laughs> All right. Well, does that make your AC 21 or more or, or more than 21? No, you still okay. Hit <laughs> All right, tw- ten damage. Wait. Okay, ten damage or. And uh, let's see. The blue one. Let's see. Makes a move up to get to his paralyzed enemy. And takes a swing at you, Valgorth. uh, For eight damage. Did he hit me? Um, Let's see. I assume with a 22 and you being paralyzed. Well, with a 20, because he's minus two still, but that would barely hit me. Okay. Even paralyzed? Jesus. Yeah, my AC's decent. It's just a suck it. Well, I've only got a plus two to my will save. Awful. Okay. It's <laughs> awful. How much? Was it eight? Yeah, it's eight. Yeah. All right, that's them. We're back to you, Grimjacks. The creature is much closer now mm. and taking swings on Valgorth. Blow him away. <laughs> and if I have to, just make sure I get a clear shot, I'll move over here. Right. And then I will take two shots again. All right. Oh, actually, I can't because I just moved. Okay. So I'll take one shot. Roll to 16 plus 9. 25 to hit. 25 will hit. All right. Eight plus six. 14 points of damage. 14 again. The creature still hang is still hanging on, but is uh, is up. Fairly, fairly, um, fairly thin. His his cloudy form is somewhat dissipated by your uh, relentless assault. Uh, Geist. Okay. Um, as part of my trick attack, I would like to activate my jump jets to leap over this guy with an acrobatics roll to get him oh. flanking with weep. Gotcha. <laughs> fancy, fancy moves. Yeah, I want to do some fancy moves. Show me your moves. Uh, that's a, 30, a 29. That'll do it. And then for my stealth and trick attack, I uh, don't believe either one of those are going to work with a 23 and a 16. Respect. I thought the I thought the acrobatics was the trick attack. 
Oh, well, then uh, that'll, that's, I'm okay. I don't know. That. Is that one of your options to use a trigger tag? It is. Yes, okay. it is. All right. So I will. Natural one. To hit? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, you missed. <laughs> I, sh- I should have just, you know, said, nope, I missed because I already rolled it. But no, I had to try and be all cool about things. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, unfortunately, you, uh, while you get, while you get him flat footed, you're unable to stick the landing and. But he is still flanked. He is still flanked and still flat footed to Weepskeep. Like that went off. You just missed the attack. No, uh, it, only if I do damage to it as part of my trick attack oh, does he oh, remain flat-footed. I didn't realize. All right, so yeah, yep. you're just flanked. Uh, Valgorth, give me a roll. Uh, give me a hint. You're looking for 17. Nope. 17? What do you know? No, no, I haven't rolled. That was a three total. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Um, top of the round, we've skip. Alrighty then. Uh, Weep is going to do two attacks this round. The first one on Green Guy is a natural 20. Whoa, very nice. Um, the second one is a 18. All together? Okay, that'll hit as well. Wonderful. Um do 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 get the double your damage. And I double everything on this one, right? I believe so. Ooh, that's good. That's almost max. That is twenty-two acid, and I feel like something happens also. No. Okay. 22 acid for the first one. All right. Oh, wait. No, I double that. 44. Oh, well, yeah. This guy basically explodes into a cloud of slightly electric vapor. <laughs> and so the other guy? Yep. How much damage do you do to him? 15 acid damage. 15. All right. Grimjacks. He's still up and at him. Jeff, what damage dice does your weapon use? Uh, 2d8. Okay. I guess uh, it's an advanced plasma bolter. And I am going to unload two shots on him, and I'm going to say, leave my friend alone. Okay. And unload two shots real quick. First attack. That's awfully familiar of you, Essex. Well, oh, instead of friend, leave my companion alone. There it is. <laughs> I'm touched. I turn one of your dice into max damage. Ooh. Okay. That's if a purely you hit, if you hit with one of the okay. shots, one of them will be an automatic eight. So it'd be uh, so it's minus four. So plus five, so 17 to hit. Uh, hits. On the first attack. That'll do it. Okay. Yeah. So automatically I get, 
you said a one max dice? Yeah, one of them would be max damage. Okay, so eight plus two. <laughs> so 10 points plus another um, six. Six, yes, 16 points of damage. Plus 16. I wish you could pick after you rolled to turn one of them to an eight. Yeah. Uh, your first shot finishes the thing off. He dissolves also into another into a semi-vaporous um, fume. Somehow okay. Now it's my kill. <laughs> now it's my kill. My say. Um. Okay, so that's it then. Yeah, let me move these dead guys off this thing, leaving only the red guy, and it being Geist's turn. Okay. <clears throat> Geist is going to, as part of my trick attack, take a guarded step back and stealth. Ooh, that's better. Um, I think I keep going. I've only got the one screen, like a plebe. Um, yeah, that's 30. And then to hit is a ooh, 14 to hit flat-footed? Um, flat-footed, yes. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> and he will be flat-footed <laughs> against everyone. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, All right. good. One, two, three, four. Neat. <laughs> so that's uh, 13 damage. 13? And not only is he flat-footed, he's also off-target. Minus twos to hit. Okay. Well, this creature is barely hanging on, but look at him. He looks much like his their partner's dead over there. Uh, he's basically just uh, a thin webbing of connected uh, vapor. Your go, Valgorth. Roll so it! I, I was just realizing. So in Pathfinder, when you got stunned, you just you would go, you would leave because yeah. you can't do anything. So being able to save every turn is cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I was looking up like what's because sometimes you can cast certain spells that don't require somatic or verbal components, but that's not really a thing in this. Yeah. The only time a spell requires movement is if it's a ranged touch, is what I'm seeing in some forums. Yeah. So, um, I think a lot of your spells are probably purely mental actions. Right. Purely mental, but they would still, but they would still provoke. Yeah, I guess so. Unless they specifically say they don't. So, I, I think the consensus would be is the only There's spells manifestations, you could, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's how they like in the in the psionics handbooks of old. Like you didn't actually have to make any movements or say anything, but they all had like. Um, indicators that they were going on like you start glowing or there'd be odd like smells or colors and and, and like it, it would look like you were building up energy to do a thing okay so <laughs> well then i'm um i'm, I'm still gonna use it, but for future reference I, I should still be able to cast certain spells as long as they're not ranged touch attack spells while i'm paralyzed if i'm paralyzed is that something no, that well, is that, that something good. we can agree on then sure okay cool well, I'm still going to spend a four-round action since it looks like they got that one handled and try and get unparalyzed. And I rolled a fucking seven. All right, folks. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming out, Toker. Uh, Weep, 
Uh, Weepskeep's going to charge up an attack with all three of her entry points mm. that she has right now. <laughs> all right. And it's flat-footed against me, yeah? Yes, it is. All right. So that yeah, is a uh, 11. 15 on the die. That's it. Ooh. All right, let me grab some D4s. Pound that cloud. Pound the cloud. <laughs> if you could just find a song called that, that could be the episode title. <laughs> cloud pounding. 26 cloud. damage. 26 damage is more than enough to send this thing back to that vaporous monster hell. Uh, uh, you guys find traces of energy readings around uh, later on that you realize that these things probably uh, appeared when you guys originally got into the drift and had just hatched and they were attempting to uh, gain power before they tried to escape. Mm. to see if there's any more stuff left on and uh, make sure Valgorth's all right. All right. I, I have no spell to actually remove the hold um, hold spell. Valgorth comes out of it uh, like 10 seconds after the combat's over, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really I, I, like it used to be like this is why I love playing paladins or any kind of wisdom based ca ca caster because in Pathfinder, man, when you got paralyzed or stunned, like especially at higher levels, it's like, oh, you're stunned for 10 rounds. I would, we'd be at the Green Dragon. I'd just go outside and smoke. Right. That's shit to do for the next two and a half hours. Yeah. But at least here, like, I get to roll every turn. I can still maybe cast spells. Like, there's but it's still like a. Stuff. It's like a big part of like villainous monsters arsenals. I don't know. It's really hard to avoid those kind of effects. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not mad. That you, I mean, it sucks that it happened, but I was just sitting here going, "Wow, this." At least I have something. I have a reason to be at the table. <gasps> you had a chance to, to roll a dice. I just rolled terrible, and I was <laughs> looking up like a lot of these spells. If he wasn't standing next to me, I could still cast spells at him. It's just the fact that I was paralyzed and he was next to me. What is your uh, What is your will save normally? Jesus, a plus two. Oh, wow. At yeah. sixth level? Oh, you don't have any wisdom. Yeah. I have no I wisdom. Say mine is a plus three. It's <laughs> not okay. much better. All right. But so normally yeah. I don't mind it because I normally have... I, I, should, I, <clears throat> I That 17, I could have easily just auto-passed it and gave myself a 19 on a will save throw, but I used that paradox to, for the fucking collar. <laughs> oh. That's that's money. Yeah, well. Do we ever have much money? You I said you guys could grand. get 10, 10 grand oh, yeah, out of yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, on the black market if you jailbroke it. Forgot. Mm -hmm. By the way, Cloud Pound is a song. It's uh, I linked the Spotify in our Discord. All right. Is oh, it oh. any good? I'll give it it's, a listen. It's kind of synth wavy. Uh, that's uh. fine. I, I, I feel like the music for the drift should always be kind of synth wavy <laughs> or like mm. mellowy. <laughs> mm. Um. So yeah, after you guys like uh, relax, get your, get your bearings again, like lick your wounds or refresh yourself. Um, the day continues as normal. Uh, the brief aside of having to fight off some monsters—that's fairly a not a not unheard of experience for the drift. And you guys did it pretty well. Um, Can we you look up back to the engine room to make sure with engineering that nothing's screwed up. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you can. You, you you go over it pretty well. I'm not going to make you roll. Everything looks to be ship shape except for like a slight indention where uh, 
where um, where Grimjack's ping something off a wall, but other than that, that'll buff out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm assuming a lot of these like these systems here are pretty mm. robust. Weld a plate over where I it banged against a wall. <laughs> like you know, like built to be robust, given that the drift will spontaneously crap out monsters on the decks of spaceships. So, like, uh, indeed. So these interior bulkheads are not necessarily made for combat, but can withstand some combat. That's not like the inside of the ship in Alien. No, <laughs> it was a bit rice paper or whatever. It is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so you go back to your various projects, uh, continuing what you do, your your various lines of research, but a a lot of it um, is constantly kind of interrupted uh, just by just the the regular day to day meals, etc. And by the time the end the end of the next day rolls around, you you find the uh, the ship's alerts go off that you're about to emerge from drift. I would like to say good job, everyone, on eradicating the threat in the ship. no, we don't give each other enough credit or encouragement, and I think we all did a fantastic job on that. You turn around from your speech, and I'm in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't speaking to you anyway. <laughs> hey, I got a kill. Jeff Jeff doesn't know it, but I got a kill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm claiming that one. I'm claiming one. Headboard. Uh, you emerged from the drift. Um, in one of the, the darker portions of this system you guys know that you're a long way from the sun here and uh, directly on your view screens you see what appears to be uh w- what looks like uh, an abandoned um abandoned mining ship at first but you also see that it, it is also it has been converted to uh just a a uh, deep space dock there's a little the coordinates bit, that uh, Nevermind gave us. Yeah, a little bit of exterior light, but not much. Just enough to, to indicate that it's there. Um, you hear a voice come across the open, the general comms. Identify yourself. Fool's Gambit. Fool's Gambit it is. Welcome. Um, you, you are directed to your, your slip. Uh, which is basically inside the the hulking form of the old mining vessel. Then, and when you pull in, you can see there's several other ships. This, uh, in various states of um, not disrepair but disassemble. The uh, the the place has a real chop shop vibe to it. Hmm. Uh, Andy says we're being asked to disembark any particular reason why they're asking that mm-hmm. um looks like we are we're supposed to meet miss moon oh so this is the contact this isn't the here's your papers guy no no this is a we're supposed to meet a miss cherry moon uh, she beat us here Okay. Better, right. better, better not touch our ship. 
Um, actually, as we leave, I'm gonna make sure we lock down the ship to where sure. make it d- as difficult as possible for anybody to mess with our ship. Should All we right. leave mm-hmm. Andy on the ship? I would prefer it <laughs> if you don't yeah, mind. Absolutely, no problem. Uh, do you, you want me to babysit? Yes. Uh, she points to the cat. Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. Just make sure he is fed. Make sure he, he doesn't wants. go in my room. Oh, He's okay. allowed in my room. He poops <laughs> right. in weird places in my room. I don't like <laughs> it. Everything looks like a litter box in your room. Yeah. He thinks it's the outside. It smells like outside. You sleep in Keep sand, for God's sake. Keep him out of there. All right. Um, once you guys disembark, you can see uh, the, the the familiar, or at least not not unknown figure of um cherry moon meeting you out here she's wearing in a in a in a fairly snappy uh space suit doesn't appear to be armored in any way she, you can see her her very uh recognizable vis- visage of being a perfectly bisected crystalline entity on one side and a normal human woman on the other oh that's who this is i got you hey hi welcome come on in this is a, uh, we don't really advertise this much, and <laughs> Alexander doesn't make it out here much anymore, obviously. So they sent me to give you the rundown on what's uh, what the job is. Okay. You uh, you, he- you head down halls, and you can hear the sounds of uh, busy workmen. Uh, she's a, he, this is one of Alexander's side projects. He's um he, he keeps his fingers in a lot of pies. Nothing too illegal going on here, you know. Just normal stuff. Souping, souping ships up, making sure the drift is a little less painful for some. Making sure uh, some racing vessels are a little bit more race worthy. She points to a few of them. That's one of my favorites over there. And then she ushers you into what appears to be like a, just an apartment here. This is this is Alex Alex's pad when he stops by. Um, there's a large table and she, she sits down at it. All right. So let's discuss Joey Coco. Shall we? Proceeds. <laughs> as soon as she says that name, I'm going to actually pull up, a pro- uh, see if I can pull up a profile on him. All right. Yeah. You, you have, this name has not, is not unknown to you. Now, since you had a couple, a, a day or so to look at the paperwork, Joey Coco is your target, a music producer and quote unquote songwriter of late that has um, really been making a lot of waves by basically as, as a hit maker. Um, selling, selling songs that have been, uh, extremely big smashes for a lot of big acts, but you see this has only been happening in the last five years or so. Um, whenever you bring it up, you see uh, Cherry smiles like, yes, that's our Joey. She uh, <laughs> she brings up an image of Joey who is a, the, your like, archetypical um, middle-aged guy trying to look cool, hmm. but but a rat. <laughs> <laughs> You dirty rat. Okay, so uh, so Yosoki Phil Collins. Yes, you're kind of a Yosoki Phil Collins looking dude. Got it. I see it. See it in my head. His, his, <laughs> the fur on top of his head is thinning, so he pushes it back. Nope. 
Got his rat tail. Through various and extremely unscrupulous political uh, legal maneuvers, Joey had managed to get a hold of some of Alexander's un- unpublished works that he had not necessarily uh, been interested in recording. He, he has a big backlog of stuff. But Joey got it, registered it his own, uh, put a cease and desist on anything uh, Alexander was doing because Alexander writes the song, same song over and over again a few times, yeah. but it's always slightly different. So some of these have very similar vibes to other music that he already had in production at the same time. Oh, gosh, this is so complicated to people to explain. You mind if I just give you the quick rundown? Please. That's not what that was? No, <laughs> that was the beginning of the long rundown. The quick rundown is a bunch of industry lawyers uh, who wanted to take to basically bring our, our my boy Alexander down a big a few pegs, found a way to do it through Joey Coco, financed his extremely dirty illegal maneuvers, and have been uh, reaping the benefits for their various labels ever since. Meanwhile, Alexander has been um, kind of forced stay on his home planet of Jix. Alexander wants you to deliver a countersuit papers to him in person, in public. This has to be an official service uh, that will bring Joey to Jix. Now, Joey would never in a million years come to Jix because of reasons. Let's let's just call it reasons. So this is all a ploy on Alexander's part to get you guys to get him to drop all his suits and come off those trademarks. <sighs> business is so so dirty, especially the music business. Everyone's practically a criminal, or in fact a criminal. So, so all we have to do is. Find this man in public. Oh, you yeah. have these papers. You don't have to find him. She b- begins digging into uh, her uh, her satchel and she pulls out um, a few a few large, colorful sheets of plastic. They are basically souvenir tickets that, like, one would get for uh, a vacation. Have you ever heard of the golden, resplendent Grand Marchioness Alizena? No. No. <laughs> Nor do we really care that much. Well, <laughs> she brings up another image of an, a massive, massive luxury cruise ship. This is her. This is where the Trans System Holloway of Council of the Musical Arts are doing their annual award show, their award banquet this year. And wouldn't you know, Joey Coco has been nominated. And he is such a little egomaniac, there's no way he wouldn't show up. Do you want us to give him the papers on stage? <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> as long as cameras are rolling and he takes takes it and you announce who you are and who you represent. That is, I, the, that is, that is the bulk of the job. <laughs> can I be the one who says you've got served? I've been working on my dance moves. I really want this. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to do it, sweetie. Is there any way that you can pull us some strings to get us as a an act, on uh, a dance act, perhaps, during this banquet, and and we could do it then? 
I'm afraid I've, str- I've pulled all the strings I can to get you on the vessel. All ten kilometers, toe to tip, of luxury oh, delights. Oh boy, it's a social dungeon crawl. <laughs> oh no no no! Uh, she says, "Don't worry about your weapons or anything like that." No one ever goes to a music industry award show unarmed. That would be the height of stupidity. <laughs> so it's a social and violence dungeon crawl. It's a luxury dungeon crawl. It's a luxury. <laughs> Star-studded luxury dungeon crawl. <laughs> I even Damn. got a pet I even got a pet pass for you. A little pet pass. I know I know what we're asking you is a little bit more complicated than what you asked of us. So, Alexander told me to sweeten the pot. If you can get back here, if you can get it done, our boys here at the shop will give you an engine upgrade. Something to get you through the drift a little faster. Is that does that sound all right? Sounds good to me. Of course. As long as I get to do my dance. Quick, quick uh, query about this this cruise. Are the drinks expensed? <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about that. Um, Alexander actually has a suite. He was an initial investor, so <laughs> you'll be staying in his digs. Oh. Room service included, I assume? Oh, yes, very much. Just stay away from the casino. <laughs> Please. The, the, uh, the, you all remember the movie Snatch when uh, Benicio del Toro character is, uh, is mentioned Bookie and it goes through a quick cut montage of him in casinos? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, she passes the tickets over to you. She passes the paperwork over to you. She passes your um, your identification as members of uh, Alexander Nevermind's entourage. She says, study these bios. He works with so many musicians. You'll, <laughs> they'll never bother to check. Are there fake names? Hmm? Oh, yes. Oh, boy. I'll let you guys come up with your own music industry fake name between now and then. <laughs> Definitely not Furlan Gride. <laughs> um, quick question. Is, since this is a luxury cruise ship and a super cruiser, mm. I would assume that it has like a shopping area. Oh, shopping centers. It's got its own beach it's a, an, ar- an arboreum that actually has a dome that you can see the stars overhead in the jungle. This thing has everything. So CyberDoc. Oh, yeah. You can get all kind of juice going. Okay. Perfect. But again, like I said, the expense account will be monitored. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm not asking because I'm going I'm going to pay for my own. Then do it, do it, do what you will. Just make sure the job is done. She stands up, and says, "Oh, uh, I have a bag for your cat." She puts it down, and also a pet pass. He would be very excited. Oh, I bet he will. He's probably going to want to frame that pet pass since it says "Entourage of Alexander." Never mind. Yeah. Uh, oh, quick, um, quick question, Terrence. Mm. Um. This kind of vessel, this has also got the kind of people that would might want uh, 
a jailbroken high end collar. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one of the things we're going to look at trying to get um get taken care of here. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can you can move that here at, the, at this place. There's plenty of people with money and interested in uh, this kind of this kind of tech. Plenty of black market connections among the music mm-hmm. industry. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> Hi, I'm your agent slash drug getter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next week, when we pick when we pick up, you guys are going on vacation, sort of a working trip. Toker, take us Beach out. Beach episode. I, I, uh, 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 I, I was stunned for most of this. <laughs> www. 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 Uh, www. 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 com for all your fucking nerdy needs. <laughs> Nerdy All needs done dirt cheap, <laughs> or you can pay for them to get them nerdy needs done a little quicker. Uh, visit us on Patreon. Give us a couple bucks so we can slide into your ear holes a whole few weeks early and do dirty stuff to your brain. Like, if you're still here, you've heard Frank's talk about animal penises. It only gets worse if you get it faster. <laughs> better. It only gets better. Be- better. Excuse me. Uh, uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. bye.